0: And the good Dr. Mike Hutchinson of Animal General, LaSalle Pleasant Cranberry, is with us every Thursday at this time. Happy New Year and good morning, Doc. Happy New Year. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Marty and I are back at it here and we've got a whole list of your fans with questions. We'll start with Alicia in Cranberry Township, Dear Dr. Mike, our whip Worms, something that our dog can give to us? You know, that's a good
1: question, Alicia. Whipworms are a type of um, worm that are primarily found in dogs. I mean, there's some rare cases where humans pick them up from the soil or maybe even infected feces from a dog, but that's rare. Um, it's almost always just the dog. The one thing about whipworms, though, is that you have to switch them to a monthly heartworm prevention that includes Interceptor or Milbamycin, which is a drug that will every month kill any whipworms that are remaining in that dog. It's a very hard one to get rid of, and HeartGuard by itself doesn't get rid of them. So speak to your veterinarian about that, and you will
0: cure that disease. From Tim on the SAS side, what tricks do you teach your dog besides sit, stay, come, and down? I want to spend quality time with my dog. I've heard you mention how important the gift of our time is to the pets. What else can you teach them or should you teach them?
1: You know that is one of those things that I always say that there's nothing better we can do for our pets than give them our time, and what a cheap gift! And and uh, it, it's rewarding to us too. So I love that, Tim. Um, I you know with our pets we teach them to leave it. I think that's a command that all of us should teach our dogs. You can hold a treat in your hand, a closed hand, and and uh, when they stop pawing at it, and you open your hand, and and they only take it when you have them, you know, when you tell them it's okay then that's a great command. It helps protect them when they pick things up in the yard they shouldn't have. Um, fetch is a good one. I love to play fetch with my dogs. You didn't mention that. Um, shaking hands, I think everybody does that. And, uh, and then to speak or bark, things like that. I mean, a lot of people go to real extremes, teaching them to roll over and spin and do all kinds of things. So have fun with it. It's, a, uh, it's just spending time with your dog or your
0: pet. Dear Dr. Mike Haley in Bethel Park wants to know, how can I help my dog with food allergies? First of all, how do you know your dog's having a food allergy in the first place?
1: You, you know, we say this, uh, it slips out of our tongue. As veterinarians, we say food allergies. Well, true allergy would be anaphylaxis. And it's very dogs have food allergies. What they are are food sensitivities. And I know that's picky, but it's a different reaction. They might vomit occasionally. They might have diarrhea occasionally. They might burp a lot and uh, and they might get itchy skin. And, and that's usually from a sensitivity to something in the food. There is a test called NutriScan that tests for 24 of these um, food ingredients that are very common. They're extracts and ingredients that are very common in calling sensitivities in dogs. And then you can eliminate them from the diet. So it's a very helpful test. The other thing us vets will do is try hypoallergenic diets, diets that are that contain less of the ingredients that usually cause these sensitivities. So it's, um, you know, one of those things that is a problem in pets. The food trials that we do, we say elimination trials, you have to really be strict for six to eight weeks and make sure they're only getting food from the list that we say. For instance, if you're giving fish and potato, every treat has to come from fish or potatoes. So um, it's a a difficult thing to do, and so I love this NutriScan test. It's one of those things that you get a saliva sample from your pet, you send it out and you get the results and it really does help a lot of
0: our pets. And finally, Doc, I have a very good friend texted me yesterday. He lives alone. His dog, which he loves dearly, passed unexpectedly. You deal with this all the time and Marty and I have talked about how devastating that could be. What, what do you say to people and, and the grieving process with a pet? you know, that's one of the hardest things to deal with. And we all go through it. I go through it as well. And I have a lot of trouble with it. And
1: it's a, you know, they say loss of a pet is second only to loss of a child. Now it's a uh, the psychologist that said it's overtaken the loss of a parent. And I believe that because we get so bonded to them. They're right. And it's a, they're fully independent on us and they give us so much unconditional love. I just try to support them and, and, and share condolences and, they do have bereavement uh uh psychologists that do help with that so some people need that and it's a but remember you, you know i always say a puppy solves all things or a kitten solves all things so i'm one of those guys that always says you know come on a, a pet deserves you so it's a um, and you deserve a pet
0: all right doc always good to catch up you can check out animalgeneral.net. We have a link at kdkradio.com. Great podcast, too, available with Dr. Mike Hutchinson, Animal General at LaSalle Plaza, Cranberry, and that other cool place you have in Cranberry, too. Doc, have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you next Thursday.
1: You, too. Thanks, Larry and Marty, and Happy New Year to all the listeners.